Today I want to introduce a series and I hope lahat ng mga topics sa series nito makuha mo because it's entitled Farming the Heart. Ang puso ay promised land ng Dios para sa atin to live abundant and victorious in our lives in Christ. And to explain the kingdom of God, Jesus told parables. Now what is a parable? An earthly story with a heavenly meaning. And one of the parables was mentioned in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And Jesus told this story and said, you've got to understand this one story. If not, makakaproblema ng understanding sa lahat ng mga ibang parables. And this was in Mark chapter 4, the parable of the sower is what it's called. But actually, it's more of a parable about soils. In Mark chapter 4, Jesus talked about a man that was farming. Nagahasig siya ng mga seeds. And in this story, there's characters. The first character was the sower. Siya yung preacher. Siya yung may hawak na seed. Siya yung nagbabahagi ng salita ng Diyos. It's the person that God sent into your life to plant His Word in your heart. The next character is the seed. You seed I Word of God. Message about Jesus. Then there's the soil. The condition of my heart when I hear the word of God. Sa story nito, may apat na klaseng lupa. Yung sa tabi ng daan, matigas. Meron ding mabatong lupa. Matinik na lupa. Matabang lupa. And at any given time, your heart could be described by any one of these four kinds of soil. Today, maaring matabang lupa ang puso mo. Tomorrow, maaring matigas o ma- mabato. And the final character in this story is the bird. Yung mga birds, and that's Satan. Sabi sa John chapter 10.10, Dumating ang magnanakaw para lang magnakaw. Pumatay at manira. Sabi ni Jesus, But I have come that they may have life and life more abundantly. Jesus invites us to come into a place where we can listen, receive, and believe the words that give life. This good news is like seeds that fall on the ears of our hearts. Kakalungkot, pero yung ibang teachings, naglaglag sa pusong matigas. A hard ground. Sabi sa Bible, the wayside. Sa tigas ng lupa neto, walang pag-asa na lumago ang seed. Kinain ito ng mga ibon. Satan comes and steals it away. Some people's minds or hearts are like this kind of soil. Close-minded, hard-hearted. And possibly, na one-fourth of the people na nakikinig sa salita ko ngayon ay matigas at hindi makikinabang sa salita ng Diyos ngayon. And it's possible na dalawang tao attend the same service, heard the same Bible message, Parehas ang needs nila, parehas ang mga problema nila sa buhay. And one of the persons gets the word of God at na, nararanasan ng life change. The other person, hindi niya maintindihan. And his life goes away unchanged. Imagine, it's the same sower, the same seed, the same salita ng Diyos, but different ang outcome. So the difference must be in the soil. May difference sa heart nilang dalawa. And what makes a person's heart hard? Well, there's many reasons, but 
One of them could be disappointment. Disappointment with God. Maybe you had an unanswered prayer. Something you wanted or expected God to do. Hindi mo nakuha. Maaring you wanted to have a spouse. Or you wanted a child, an education, a certain kind of job. Meron akong kaibigan na he was expecting God to heal ang kanyang lolo. May sakit ang lolo niya and he prayed and hindi gumaling, kundi namatay yung lolo niya. And he was so disappointed, he was so angry at God. From that point on, hanggang sa dulo ng buhay niya, hindi siya naniwala sa Diyos dahil nasaktan siya, na-disappoint siya kay God. Or maybe other people were disappointed with the people of God. Naranasan ng conflict at church, you got your feelings hurt, a relationship broke down, or nakakita ka ng weakness or sin sa buhay ng mga ibang Kristiyano. Mayroon din akong another friend who ang puso niya napakatigas. He rejected the message that I was sharing with him even before I could really explain about Jesus. So, nakinig lang ako sa kanya at nalaman ko habang siya nagsasalita, ang tatay pala niya ay pastor. And he was physically abused by his father. He and his brother grew up exposed to so much religious hypocrisy. So he closed his heart, not just to certain people, but even closed his heart to God. There's other reasons that a heart could become hard, like doubt or disbelief. That's a lie that you believe to be true. Doubt is actually faith. In a falsehood. Ang kaibigin ko na nabanggit ko kanina, he believed a lie because his father who represented God was abusive. So ang paniniwala niya is kung abusive ang tatay ko, then God must also be unkind. Pero that was just doubt. It was believing a lie. The next thing about doubt is it's a choice. Whatever your reason for not putting your trust in Christ that's a choice. Isang pagpapasya. And because every person is given a measure of faith. Faith comes by hearing the word of Christ. And that's a gift. But what you put your faith into is your choice. And there's many other reasons. Pride. You know, maybe reputation to protect. Kaya tumitigas ang puso. Pwedeng insecurity. Pwedeng mga sinful habits. Unwilling to change. Maybe just people are uninterested, unbelieving, unreceptive. Whatever the reason, hindi nakaka-penetrate ang seed. But it's so unnecessary to waste the potential. Good day everyone! Magandang umaga, Atitin. Magandang umaga, Reynald. Today we are talking about a new series entitled Change of Heart kung saan nabanggit ni Pastor Tim ang about sa parable of the soil. Kasama doon ang sower, which is the preacher or people God sent to plant His word. The word of God in your heart. The seed, which represents the word of God, ang soil, na sumisimbolo sa kondisyon or kalagayan ng ating mga puso. Every time na naririnig natin ang salita ng Diyos, ano ba ang kalagayan ng puso mo? Ito ba'y matigas na lupa, mabatong lupa, matinik na lupa, or matabang lupa? 
And lastly, the bird, which represents Satan. At ang purpose ng kaaway ay upang magnakaw, pumatay, at magwasak. Seed, mabuting balita, ang salita ng Diyos. Sadly, some teachings falls on hard ground sa matigas na lupa. Walang pag-asang lumago at kakainin ng ibon. The seed or the word of God is there and the word of God is very powerful and God is using people, our leaders, bilang sower upang ibahagi at malaman mo ang salita ng Diyos. Pero walang nangyayari kung close-minded or hard-hearted ka. Ano nga ba ang mga dahilan bakit tayo nagkakaroon ng matigas na puso? Una is disappointment. Disappointment kay God. You want something to happen and you are expecting God to do it for you. Pero hindi sinagot or hindi pa sinasagot hanggang sa ngayon. Naalala ko before nung ako ine-expect ko kay God na maka, magkaroon ako ng ano to, achievement sa life na sabi ko, Lord, pag ako nagkaroon ng ganitong uh, edad, pag nakarating na ako sa ganitong edad, gusto ko yung tatay ko nagre-rest na lang. Ako na lang yung parang nag-work, hindi niya naiisipin yung pagkain everyday. Tapos parang hindi nangyari. So, na-disappoint ako na parang, Lord, why is it like you're not giving, you're not providing? Lay pala yun na pinaniwalaan ko na Iniisip ko na hindi ako mahal ng Panginoon. Hindi yun totoo. Ang totoo nun, mahal ako ni God at meron siyang special purpose and plan sa akin. Tama. Pwede ring disappointment with people or yung mga kasama mo sa church. no? Maybe you have conflict or you got offended or nasaktan ng feelings mo at ikaw ay hindi nagpatawad. Yeah. Kasama rin dito yung doubt or disbelief or lie kasi nungalingan na pinapaniwalaan mo. Ako galing ako sa broken family and growing up independently is never easy. I remember people usually address me as the black sheep of the family. Ako daw yung dahilan kung bakit naghiwalay ang mga magulang ko. Wow. Tatawid na nga lang ng kalsada, magpapabundul pa, eengot-engot, lalampalampa. And ang mga life na yan na pinaniwalaan ko really affected me. Naniwala kong wala akong mararating sa buhay, wala akong future, I'm not capable enough to do anything. Umabot nga ako sa point na I question God, bakit sa dinami ng family dito sa mundo, but sa family na to ako napunta? Until nakilala ko si Jesus and receive Him as my personal Lord and Savior. Everything change. Nagbago ang perspective ko sa Panginoon. He is my father willing to do anything for me dahil mahal niya ako. Nagbago ang perspective ko sa sarili ko dahil sa salita ng Diyos nalaman ko at nilakaran ko that I have a future because God has a plan for me. And lastly, nagbago ang perspective ko sa ibang tao, especially sa family ko. Ay, yeah, naniniwala ko it's not perfect but I will learn to pray for them because surely God has a plan for my family. Mga bagay na naging dahilan ng choice mo not to believe or fully trust the Lord, pride, insecurity, sinful habit, unwilling to change. Hindi mo gusto, hindi ka interesado, ayaw mong maniwala, hindi ka receptive at dahil doon, hindi nagpipenetrate ang seed or ang salita ng Diyos. Surely, gusto natin lahat magkaroon ng pusong receptive sa salita ng Diyos. 
Kaya naman, muli nating pakinggan si Pastor Tim. Pag-usapan natin how to avoid this. How can I be like good soil, matabang lupa? And what can be done to make my heart receptive to the Word of God? Para maranasan ko ng power and potential of this life-changing seed. Well, there's only one point. Prepare the soil of your heart so that the seed can get in you and ma-maximize mo ang absorption to grow healthy, mature, and fruitful. You gotta do some basic soil preparation, preparing your heart. Now, when you go to the beach, the gym, or play sports, don't you prepare before you go? If you go out on a date, diba, you naliligo ka, you think about it, you fix up your hair and everything. When you go places or do anything valuable to you, you always go prepared. So when it comes to the church service, the cell group, or praise and worship, or wherever you have a chance to hear the teaching of God's Word, come prepared to receive from God. Hebrews 4.16 says, Come to the throne of grace to do what? To receive mercy. To receive the grace. And if you believe God is real, that He loves you enough, He wants to talk to you, if you believe that His Word can renew your mind, transform your life, then you come prepared. Not only physically, but mentally and in your heart. It is very important to prepare the soil of your heart. So, seed can get in at lalagong healthy, mature, at fruitful. In preparing the soil of our heart, we really need to do some basic soil preparation. We need to come prepared to receive from God. Sabi sa Hebrew 4.16, Come to the throne of grace to receive, receive mercy and grace. I remember yung story ng dalawang magsasaka na may malawak na lupain Mm-mm. or sakahan. Mayroon silang parehong prayer kay Lord. Lord, please, I pray magkaroon na po ng ulan. Yeah. They badly need rain para sa sakahan nila. Yung isang farmer, habang nagaantay ng ulan, wala siyang ginawa. Maybe nasa bahay lang, paupo-upo, and then nung dumating ang ulan, boom! Walang nangyari. He is not ready. He is not prepared. Habang yung isa namang farmer, habang nag-aantay siya ng ulan, inihanda niya ang kanyang sakahan. Nag-araro, nag-ayos, nag-prepare. Para pagdating ng ulan, ready siya. Which is yun ang nangyari. Sabi doon, God will send the rain when He is ready. We really need to come prepared to receive from God. Kasi kung hindi ka prepared, hindi ka ready to receive from yeah. God. Kailangan nating maniwala sa salita niya that will renew your mind and transform your life. Come prepared not just physically, but also mentally and most especially prepared ang heart mo. Very powerful ang salita ng Diyos. I believe and encourage everyone to take notes and be excited as we hear more from our pastor team. In 2 Chronicles chapter 12, verse 14, Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, did evil because he did not prepare his heart to seek the Lord. Psalms 57.7, David said, My heart is fixed, O God, and I will sing and give praise. 
In the Hebrew, the word prepared or fixed means to be firmly in position. So David is saying in advance, I've already firmly established what I'm going to do and what I'm not going to do. In Psalms chapter 10, verse 17, you have heard the desires of the humble and you will prepare their hearts. So if you desire to be humble, God will prepare or fix your heart. And that's our first application for when you come to SFCC's Word of God Buffet. The first thing is to come humble. James 1 verse 21 says, Get rid of moral filth and every expression of evil and humbly accept the Word that God has planted in your hearts, which is able to save you. In the message version, it says, In simple humility, let our gardener God landscape you with the word. Maging humble sa pagtanggap ng salitang tinanim ng Diyos sa puso mo. Now, how do I become humble? Well, it's a choice. Like brushing your teeth, it's something you've got to do to and for yourself. James 4 verse 10 says, Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord. Sa Tagalog, maging humble kayo sa harap ng Panginoon. So it's a choice. It's something you do in the line of sight of God. Sa mismong harap niya, sa presensya niya. And when you do so, you know that He's watching you. He sees you. So you come humble, teachable. Kahit nasabihin mo, alam ko na, but you still come humble and ready. Second thing is to come hungry. Now, how do you become hungry for God's Word? Well, hunger is a gift. It's something only God can and does provide. Baby palang pinanganak kang gutom. It's a gift from God, a God-given dynamic in every human being that they're hungry. You are hungry for God. But if you feed that hunger all week sa spiritual junk food, pagdating sa linggo, hindi ka magagutom kasi na-spoil na yung appetite mo. The Bible says to taste and see that the Lord is good. Jesus is altogether lovely. So if you want to be hungry, wag spoil yung appetite na pinigay ng Diyos sa'yo sa gamit ng mga spiritual junk food, sa TV, sa internet. Fill your weight and fill your heart with good things on Sunday. And the second way to be hungry is to hang around Bible-hungry people. Sinasadyang nakinig at uh, listening to learn. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5-6, to 6, Paul says, I know how much you trust the Lord just as your mother Eunice and your grandmother Lois do. And I feel sure you are still trusting Him as much as ever. Remember the gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you. And now I want you to let it grow more and more. Sabi niya, naalala ko rin kung gaano kalalim ang faith mo. Una kong nakita ang ganyang klaseng faith sa lola mo, si Lois, tapos sa nanay mong, si Eunice, at ngayon. Sure akong meron ka rin nito dahil dito naririmind kita na gamitin mong mabuti ang spiritual gift na binigay sa'yo ng Diyos nung pinatong ko sa'yo ang mga kamay ko. 
And in Hosea chapter 6 verse 3 it says to become personally acquainted with him. Let us press on to know and understand fully the greatness of the Lord. The Bible says we've got to press on, to press in with hunger. And the third thing is to come early. Seeds need a certain climate to grow well. And coming early creates an atmosphere of faith and excitement that prepares in the soil the nutrients. And what are those nutrients? Connection and fellowship. In other words, relationships, church family. It's what we sometimes call the church before the church. It's getting to know mga kasama mo sa faith. Your katabi sa service. Pag kilala mo ang katabi mo, mas at ease ka. Pag hindi mo kilala ng mga tao, you start to feel guarded and a little bit uh, hardened up. But when you come early, it creates a great climate for the seed to really germinate inside of you. And the fourth thing is come expecting. Come prepared to receive from God. I mean, to receive His grace, His mercy, to hear and learn something new, something valuable. So come with a ball pen, a notebook, and a Bible. P-N-B. So that you're expecting already to write down the fresh revelations God gives you. notes, And you'll have something to share with others. If you desire to be humble, God will prepare and fix your heart. And that is our first application. We need to come humble. Paano ba, paano ba maging humble? No? It's a choice. For example, bago ko pumunta dito, nag-decide ako at pinilo ko munang maligo para hindi naman nakakahiya sa'yo. Mag-toothbrush at mag-ayos. Decide and choose to come humble. In, pangalawa, in God's line tayo, di ba dapat? In God's line of sight or presence. No? Kahit sa mga panahong feeling mo, alam mo na ang lahat ng bagay na ito. Kailangan mong come teachable. Diba? Sabi rin doon, come hungry. This is a gift from God. Isa sa mga lagi kong prayer kay Lord, uh, babigyan mo ko ng kagutuman at ng kauhawan na makilala ka gamit ang iyong mga salita. So, how to be hungry for God's word? Una, don't feed on spiritual junk food. Kasi kung busog ka na sa spiritual junk food, wala ka ng gana para sa spiritual food. No, Makakatulong din ang mga tao sa paligid mong gutom din sa salita ng Diyos, mga kasama mo sa cell group. I remember nung nagsisimula pa lang ako sa cell group, ma- mahihain pa ako nun. No? Very mahihain pa ako nun. Pero lagi akong dumidikit sa mga kasama kong matagal nang umaaten ng cell group. Spend time, kwentuhan, bonding, at because of that, nagkaroon din ako ng excitement and ng kauhawan at ng kagutuman sa salita ng Diyos and to attend cell group consistently. Good job! Pangatlo, lagi din nating pinapractice ang coming early. Sinasabi nga, come early, stay late, for it creates excitement and faith. Nakakatulong to para ma-prepare tayo to receive more from God. I am also blessed din di to be part ng ating SFCC family. Ka blessed ka ba? Yeah, yes, blessed. we are so blessed. Kasi uh, ito yung ating connection, nagkakaroon ng connection, ng fellowship or in other words, re- relationship 
na meron tayo ay totoo. We help and encourage one another intentionally. We also come expecting. Saturday night pa lang, ready ka na. Ready na mga isusuot mo, na plancha na. Gumising ng maaga. Why? Because you are expecting something. Come prepared to receive the word of God. I believe na bibless tayo ngayon dahil sa seed o ang salita ng Diyos. Kaya naman, let's hear more from Pastor Tim. Number five, don't just come to spectate, but come ready to participate. Pag may praise and worship, we all sing praises to God. Mahalaga, when it's time to sing, you sing. When it's time to pray, you pray. When it's time to eat the Lord's Supper, you join and take the Lord's Supper. Alam mo kung bakit may singing muna bago preaching of the Word of God? Because it prepares and it softens the soil of our hearts. And when you are in the service, you participate with a verbal response. Pag may nakakarinig ka ng agreeable, magsabay, Amen. Yes, I agree. Tama. Tama. Amen. Yes, that's right. And when you do make a verbal response, you're taking possession. You have ownership of that truth that you heard. Kung aaten ka ng isang basketball game na kung saan spectator ka lang, wala kang dapat dalhin. Kasi mananood ka lang. Pwede kang umalis ng maaga. Ganon din pag manood ka ng movie or anything. But when you show up to that same basketball game, ready to participate, iba na ang suot mo. May dala ka ng basketball. Kung ikaw ang referee, may dala ka ng whistle. If you come to participate, you come with a different readiness. Sino sa inyo na naranasan na mag-participate sa Christmas gift exchange? Na kung saan lahat magdala ng gift at kung may dala ka ng gift, pwede kang mag-uwi ng gift. Siyempre, mahihiya kang sumali kung hindi ka nagdala ng regalong para sa pagpapalit ng gift. Ganon din pag may potluck. Kung dinala mo ng iyong bahagi ng pagkain, hindi ka mahihiyang sulitin or eat all you can. Bakit? Because you brought a contribution. Kahit hindi required, you just feel more confident. You don't feel ashamed. And it's the same thing when we come to the service ng nagdala ng tithes and offerings. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 21, sabi ni Jesus, Kung nasaan ang kayamanan mo, nandun din ang puso mo. And that's true. When we bring our tithes to the house of God, to the church of God, Our heart follows into that. Kung saan ang treasure mo, nandun din yung interest mo, nandun din yung openness mo. And Deuteronomy chapter 14.23 says, The purpose of tithing is to teach you, to prepare you, to always put God first in your life. And Malachi 3.10 says, Bringing tithes connects you to the food or the, the word of God, the seed in my house, says the Lord. When you bring a tithe to the Lord, it connects you to the Word of God that's being preached in that house. When you also bring a VIP, a guest, hindi ka na feeling guest. You feel more at home. Nagdala ka ng friend, so you start to feel more like a, a host. Hindi ka na watcher, hindi ka na spectator lang. Participant ka na. Tour guide ka pa. So this week, let's prepare our heart. Prepare the soil for God's harvest in our lives. Let God farm our heart by preparing 
the soil. Ask God. That's prayer. Ask God for the right heart, for a soft heart. Psalms 51.10 says, Create in me a clean heart and renew a steadfast or a, a prepared spirit within me. Ezekiel 36.27 promises that God will pour water over you, scrub you clean, give you a new heart, put a new spirit in you, remove the stony heart from your body and replace your heart with a heart that is God's will. Not a self-willed heart, but a God-willed heart. Ask God. Say, God, give me a soft heart. Secondly, break apart any hardness that's in your heart. Sa Tagalog, inaararo, plowing, dinudurog na ang parts ng lupa, which is resistant and hard. And you've got to plow your heart repeatedly. How? With exposure to God's word. Jeremiah 23:29 says, Is not my word like fire, declares the Lord? And it's like a hammer that breaks a rock into pieces. Talagang ang salita ng Diyos, pag merong matigas, merong resistance sa puso mo, repeated exposure sa salita ng Diyos will just break that into pieces. The word of God is true, it's alive, it's sharper than any double-edged sword, and it can do what needs to be done to prepare your heart to receive more of His Word, more of His seed. And the third thing is just simply water. I mean, what makes physical dirt softer? Water, rain. And in the Bible, water and rain represents the Holy Spirit. Hosea chapter 6, verse 3. Oh, that we might know the Lord. Let us press on to know Him. And he will respond to us as surely as the rain of early spring. Joel chapter 2 verse 23 and 28. The rains he sends are tokens of forgiveness. Once more the autumn rains will come as well as those of spring. And after I have poured out my rains again, I will pour out my spirit upon all of you. Friends, God has planted a garden in you. Or maybe not yet, but He wants to plant a garden in you. And He's also planted you in a garden. The local church, the family. And God is preparing His church, His people, this season. You need to be in preparation mode right now. We need to be in training. Si Pacquiao, he's, no, he's not going to go boxing without preparation. He doesn't step into the ring against his enemy or his kalaban without training, without stretching and doing lots of exercises. We're in a spiritual battle and we cannot go to war unprepared. Instead, God is preparing us because he wants to farm our heart with fresh planting of life-giving seeds that will produce an ever-growing, ever-flowing harvest of good things in your seasons ahead. Sabi sa last point, come to participate, not just to expectate. If you come to participate, you come with a different readiness. No, Sabi nga, ikaw ay may part sa tahanan ng Diyos at ang part mo ay mahalaga. For example, tuwing Sunday or tuwing someone is sharing the Word of God, lagi tayong may naririnig na, Amen! Verbal yes. response. Tama! Amen. I agree! Ang tawag doon, life 
force. And every time na ginagawa mo yon, you are claiming something. Baka iniisip mo, ay, sigaw na sigaw tong katabi ko, nakakaingay na to. Diba? You are claiming something. Yes. Inaako mo yes. yung katotohanan naririnig mo from the sharer of the word of God. For example, sabi niya, you are a child of God. You have a future. God loves you. Diba? Mahal na mahal ka ng Panginoon. So, i-receive mo yun. Amen. Amen. I, I agree. agree. I, I claim it. it. Naniniwala tayo sa katotohanan at nilalakaran natin to. Isinasa pamuhay natin. Lagi nating ihanda ang ating mga puso. Prepare the soil for God's harvest in our lives. Let God farm our hearts by changing our hearts, by preparing no the soil because greater things are yet to come. And God wants you to be ready, prepared for you to receive more from Him. Kailangan din natin mag-ask, no, mag-pray kay God, Lord God, create in me a clean and soft heart. Break apart any hardness of heart. Pag merong matigas sa puso mo, repeated exposure sa Word of God can break that into pieces. Lagi ko ang sinasabi, walang matigas na puso sa salita ng Diyos. And lastly, water your heart with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our friend. He is always willing to guide us during the process ng pag-prepare natin ng ating mga puso. Sabi nga ni Pastor Tim Ganina, God is preparing His people. He is preparing you this season. You need to be trained, be ready, and be prepared to receive more from God. Paano bang itsura ng prepared? Para yung nasa fountain, no? Parang ganyan. Very ready, very excited to receive from God. Remember, we are in a spiritual battle. And we don't fight and we will never win if we are not prepared. God is preparing us. So get your heart ready and let God prepare your heart. Hayaan mo ang Panginoon na araruhin ang iyong puso upang ito'y maging matabang lupa. We really need to prepare our hearts by coming humbly into the throne of grace. Ipaararo or ipalinis na natin kay Lord ang puso natin. Baka may mga kailangan tayong patawarin na kapamilya, yeah. friends, mentor, or mismong sarili natin. We can also surrender any uncomfortable feelings or bad condition ng heart and let God take care of it. Kung ikaw yon, sumunod ka sa panalangin ito. Panalangin tayo. Panginoon, Panginoon ibinibigay ko na po sa iyo ang kondisyon ng puso ko. God, alam mo yung mga taong nakasakit sa akin at God, kilala mo, Panginoon ako. God, kailangan ko ng tulong. Lord, tanggalin mo yung mga sama ng loob sa puso ko. Sinusurrender ko ito sa iyo. And God, ikaw ay pumasok. Tinatanggap kita, Jesus, sa aking puso bilang aking Panginoon at tagapagligtas. Naway ang puso ko ay laging maging healthy, maging handa sa pakikinig ng iyong guidance. And Lord, Ikaw ang manguna sa buhay ko. In Jesus' name, Amen.